this now says I'm going to live. So I'm going to wish all of you Namaste, Om Narayanaya, and welcome to another live stream. My apologies as I try to grow this channel and get better. I'm struggling with some computer systems here, and I may have to do another one next week, a, a different computer thing. I also decided to hold my microphone today to just make it easier. Okay, that's the small talk at the beginning of the show. Let's uh, dive into some God talk. <laughs> Sorry, bad pun. You chant the Gayatri Mantra with me. Om Bhavasavaha Tat Savita Varenyambago Jimahidyo Yonaf Pracholayad I like to chant that for special occasions. It's not a chant I use all the time, but I think a lot of us have a tendency to have a shorter chant we do, like Hare Krishna Mantra, or Om Namo Narayanaya. I've just been introduced to the wonderful mantra of Om Swami Narayanaya Namaha. So to do this big chant, this old chant that comes out of the Vedas, it's, it's, it's a, good, a good powerful thing and I think blesses us as we open this talk together. I now would like to read something from Swami Narayan. This is from the Shiksha Patri. My apologies if I've mispronounced both of those. Anyone who watches my channel knows that pronunciation isn't always my case. Viagra, non-attachment, means absence of love for objects other than Lord Sri Krishna. And knowledge means clear comprehension of the nature and form of Jiva, Maya, in Isha. So, non-attachment means not connecting to those things which are not a part and parcel of Lord Krishna. Which are not, I interpret, as bringing light to Him. And knowledge, and I actually really, really like this definition of knowledge, is understanding the world. Understanding Jiva and Maya and Isha and understanding what is around us and what we are essentially stuck in. That's a really powerful definition of knowledge. Basically, it's knowledge of the real world. Do we have knowledge of the real world? Do you, watching this, have knowledge of the real world? I don't know. Maybe. Only you can answer that. So, today's talk uh, was not scheduled. <laughs> Wasn't even on my radar something I wanted to do necessarily. Something I, I chat about. Uh, and then Sam Smith made the news this week with his video, I Am Not Your Friend. And I never paid any attention to him. I know the name because I love music, so I do pay attention, kind of, sort of, the people out there. But this video made waves by being canceled, <laughs> by being called out as horrible and evil and satanic and grooming and whatever else. You just Google it. You're going to see people are like just going crazy over this. So I'm like, oh, okay. Let's check it out. Let's see what is causing all this. So I watched it. And I watched it. And I went, the music's meh. No one will remember the song in a year from now. It's just meh. The lyrics were like, meh. I just like, this isn't, this isn't Bob Dylan. This isn't Jim Morrison here. It's like, it's just modern pop to me. His singing is fine. He's not bad. Uh, he gained a little weight, though, since the last time I saw him. So that's how much I do not pay attention to him. And I'm just watching this video, and I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. 
this, well, I'm not going to cancel it. I don't think it's evil and I don't think it's Satan like all these people are saying. What I think it is is sad. It's just sad. It just made me sad. And not necessarily for the reasons Sam Smith might want someone to be sad watching it. And I don't think he wants anyone to really be sad. This is not a sad song. But I wanted to comment on this because the reason it makes me sad is tied into a bigger thing we're facing in society right now. And I'm going to tell you right now, this video, uh, sorry, this talk is may, it may trigger some of you who get triggered. I'm going to be talking about trans issues and sex and things that are happening in our schools that some people don't really like and other people deny is happening. You know what I mean. I have to be cautious with my words. This is on YouTube. I have a few opinions on Sam Smith's video that I wanted to share, and I don't think necessarily they're the normal opinions you're going to see from other people. I believe these opinions, they come out of my own experience in the world, but also there's some spiritual aspect to them. But again, I'm not calling out the devil and that he's the devil any of this because I am not Christian. I do not believe there is a devil. The Satan, it's just, that's a social construct for me. There's no such thing as Satan. There is no Satan in the world of gods that I am aware of, that I pray to, that I believe walks over me. The gods are good and they're bad. In Hinduism, we don't have an all black or, excuse me, red or demonic being. doesn't exist. It's not out there. So for those of you who do not know Sam Smith's new video, I am not your friend. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm pronouncing the name of that. My apologies. It is, I'm not here to make friends. The back of my head told me I had it wrong. So his new video, I'm not here to make friends. If you have not seen it, I'm going to recommend that you pop over to whatever streaming service you like and type in, I am not here to make friends. Um, is that it? Have I got it right? Now I'm like doubting myself. Yeah, I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> uh, excuse me. So off the cuff and live. And uh, check it out. Listen to the song. I'm not going to play it here because of copyright stuff in YouTube and music. But I am going to play it visually in the background so you can see it and seeing it is really i think what has made everyone <laughs> get very feisty over this so i'm going to play it up in the corner here let's see uh, let me there we go so i'm going to make that box just a little bit big girl let uh god i haven't done this before live there we go keep my head in it and there he is so what you're going to see here, as I have this playing, for those of you who haven't seen it, or maybe you have, I'm giving you a, a reminder, is Sam in this big, floofy, pink dress with these two women next to him, or three women, excuse me, and they're going to go into this big party, and, and you can just watch this as I'm talking. The key thing is that these are not women. I'm going to say it, and some people are going to disagree, but I'm going to come out and say it. These are all men. And as far as I know, it's all men that you see in this video. Now, supposedly, and I, I don't know that much about Sam, so I, I honestly have only seen this casually. He was gay, but now goes by they, them pronouns. I have no clue what his pronouns are, and I refuse to look up every single person's pronouns who I'm speaking about in the world, because I don't think pronouns are a thing, because it's censorship of other people. But I heard he is they, them and maybe he identifies as non-binary or something. I don't know. I really don't know because he's not a musician I'm interested in. So he has this video of all these men. You can clearly see that they're men. Well, maybe not. That might not be a man, but I think they probably all are. And we're supposed to be wowed and this is amazing and this is progressive and a lot of people saying that it's not. I don't know. Does Sam Smith think that there's someone in the world watching this going, oh no, these aren't men. Th these are all women. Because that's what you're supposed to say now. These are all trans women. These are actually women. And this is a lesbian orgy. These are men. They have things down underneath their waist. And I'm not going to pretend and say this is a lesbian orgy and these are women. So this is why this video is going to get me in trouble. This is a video of men parading around in lingerie. Now, 
I don't have a problem with this video. I really don't. Personally, I think it's boring. I think it is absolutely boring. Someone hanging off of a chandelier? Well, we've seen that before. Someone in high heels? Gene Simmons. Someone in lingerie? Dr. Frankenfurter. Um, guys rolling on in bed? Well, that could be Rocky from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. This, to me, is not progressive or woke or original or shocking. It is actually boring because I have seen all of these things before. There is nothing visually in this. Men in dresses. Men in drag. I've seen it all before. I used to go to fun HIV uh, AIDS fundraisers for a drag group in Washington State. The Imperial Sovereign Quarter of the Evergreen State Empire. Bellingham, Washington. I used to go to their drag performances and I've done drag a couple times. I was almost a dare because I, I don't really want to wear men's clothing. I don't want to wear women's clothing and I don't have any inclination to be a woman. But I've done it. I've seen far worse than this. So to me, this video was not woke progressive or anything. It's literally, you're looking at Rocky Horror Picture Show from what, 1970 something? And yet, a lot of folks are saying that, well, I think he's saying, oh, well, this is progressive and woke and I'm doing something and people are going to be shocked. But again, like, does anyone want to see this and go, this is a room full of lesbians and these are all they, them, non-binary folks? And, and thus it... This is, to me, trying to be shocking in a world where you're really not doing anything original and you're basically not shocking. You're basically not shocking at all. You're, you're, you're doing stuff that was done before I was born and I am 45 years old. <laughs> so I am not canceling Sam Smith for being Satan because I don't believe in Satan. I'm not canceling him for this orgy thing because I've seen far worse. And I'm not going to cancel him for being progressive because I think he's not progressive. I think he's trying to tap into some trends now and trying to be trendy. No one will remember this video in a year from now because it's not. It's boring. We've done this before. So in a way, that just kind of makes me sad. I'm like, you're not progressive, Sam. You're just trying to become famous and rich and I have a hard time believing that you're giving us your true spirit in this song or in this video. And I really don't subscribe to the fact that this is a room full of all women and these are real women. I don't believe in that. Now, I have evidence that this is not original. I absolutely have evidence. And I've already cited Dr. Frankenfurter and Rocky from Rocky Horror Picture Show. I am going to now show you something from 1987. This is a live concert in Japan. You can find it on YouTube. I did. It's an hour-long concert. I have the link down below. Um, this is uh, a, a video. You know, I, I, I pulled it off and I chopped it up. So we're not going to watch an hour here. Um, I chopped up so we could see this live concert and bits and pieces that I felt related to what we just saw. Now, this concert is in an arena in Japan. There's at least maybe 2,000 people at this show. Maybe maybe less. It's hard to count. But it is a male and female thing. It is not an underground. It's not a gay thing. It's, it's just open to everybody. It's not whatever. I should just say who it is. I want to share with you some clips of Pete Burns. <laughs> if you know what's coming, you're going to be like, oh yeah, you're right. This same thing is not original. So Pete Burns is, sorry, was, he has passed away, the lead singer and founder of the band Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive was a huge band on the, on the DJ scene of early 80s, maybe late 70s, but I think early 80s Britain. And he was famous for being very androgynous, very effeminate. And there was a DJ on the scene who was really impressed by Pete. And some say stole his look. And that was Boy George. Or George O'Dowd. If he was going by Boy George I don't know. I don't remember. And Culture Club was formed and got signed. You know, we know what happened to them. Awesome band. Their last album, Life, will bring tears to your eyes. Please check it out. Um, I'm a huge fan. And... Uh, they got signed and became famous, and then Dead or Alive came out, 
afterwards and everyone was like, oh, well, you're an imitator of Boy George. And, and, and Pete's like, no, I was here first. I just didn't have the record released. You know, George may have debuted first, but, you know, on the national stage, but I'm the original. <laughs> and um, Dead or Alive became famous. And, and you know them. You absolutely know their songs. If you're my age and you've been dance clubs, you know their songs. Then he um, isn't really a mainstream name. I think he was very more undergroundish. You know, you'd have to hunt him out. Unlike Boy George that just exploded. Now, George became very androgynous in his look you know, got into the drugs, and actually today is very masculine, and his voice is dropped, and, and the whole effeminate thing is kind of gone, whereas in Pete basically became a woman. <laughs> I don't know if he ever considered himself to be trans or whatever, but he, by the end, you, you wouldn't know that this was a man at one point, and uh, uh, he passed away from repercussions, side effects from basically too many surgeries <laughs> it's just a horrible story like this is why you should pull back um anyways dead or alive had one huge huge hit that everybody knows you spin me round like a record baby that's the hit and you know what the song's about it's not about record players it's not about djs it's about something else <laughs> um there was the first album was called sophisticated boom 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 but this is the sophisticated like. Had such songs on it as Sit On It. The lyrics to Sit On It consist of this. Sit on it, sit on it, sit on it. With a big dance beat. He's not talking about chairs. He's not talking about stools or benches. You know what he's talking about. He did not hide <laughs> his sexual orientation. Boy George, yes, was very coy. But he just went all the way for it. I'm basically warming you up to what we're about to see is about a minute or a half from this hour concert. <laughs> and I want to let you know, if you are extremely offended by homosexuality and gay men, you've probably already stopped listening, and that's fine. That's your prerogative. But I'm about to show you something that may bother you. And I don't normally give trigger warnings. But this is a little spicy. <laughs> um, and I've never shown this to someone who didn't go, What? This is 1987. I would like to share with you Dead or Alive in concert, Mr. Pete Burns, and what he was doing in 1987. There is no music in this. I had to remove um, the, the sound for YouTube, which is too bad because Sophisticated Boom Boom, even though the lyrics are pretty much sex, 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 it's actually a really, really great album. Um, I need a brand new lover, whatever. It's really a great dance album. If you like to dance and you don't know this album, I mean, who does not like you spin me round like a record? I mean, you have to play that at every Friday night in any dance club in America. Otherwise, the night is just not complete. It's like, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's a great song, and, and it's great. And I'm sorry I had to take the music away from this, but you're, it's not going to matter. Here's the visuals. Um, so let's look at 1987, Pete Burns. And for those of you who are watching or listening to this on Anchor, He's basically an uh, anchor podcast. He's basically got two backup dancers, and he's wearing super, super little tight tights and showing off his ass and crotch without hiding anything. And he's got these dancers who are dancing with him. I, I would just recommend you pop over and watch the bit I'm showing on um, YouTube or Spotify, whatever. I, I can't describe what he's doing on stage. I, I just can't. But it's He's now wearing like a bikini bottoms and dancing um oh yeah here we here's the good part here's the good part here we go look at what those guys are wearing hardly anything and their ass has next to hardly anything and groin shot groin shot 1987 this is a huge venue look at what they're assimilating sex watch his eyes really 1987 a little bit more here. He gets more and more raunchy. And this is actually compilated from uh, two different concerts. Showing his ass. I'm not into guys' asses. So maybe that's good or bad. I, I don't know. I don't even like my own. And I do have to give these folks credit for just being willing to bear it all on stage. <laughs> so that was it. Oh, sorry. Let's get rid of this this uh, uh, Sam 
thing. Uh, we don't want that. We don't want you again. Here we go. Now, you tell me if what we just saw from Pete Burns is not worse than what Sam did. Uh, he had at the very end guys in bikinis, but they were not showing their asses quite so much as what we just saw on stage. And he was wearing this dress, whereas in Pete was, well, he had a nice groin shot there. I mean, my God, Pete was going so much farther than what Sam did. So if people say Sam is progressive, oh, he's so shocking. Yeah, 1987, Pete Burns, live in concert. You just saw a clip of it. And there's more. There's more of it. And I just didn't want to keep going. Because you got, you got the gist of what he was doing in 1987. So how is doing less than with men wearing more clothes progressive? It's not. You're boring, Sam. I'm sorry. You copied Frankenfurter and you copied Pete Burns and didn't give him credit. That's what you did. <laughs> it's true. Maybe you disagree. Maybe maybe you don't. I don't know. But that's what I thought of. I thought of Pete Burns immediately when I saw this. Now, I'm rambling on about the visuals, but there was actually something else about his thing that I really, really wanted to talk about today that's almost more important to me. And that is the lyrics to the song. Um, we're going we're gonna to drop the visuals, and I'm going to... Where are the lyrics? I'm sorry. I brought them home and then forgot to pull them out for this episode because I was getting things arranged. And now I I don't know where they are. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I'm going to Google them while I'm talking. My apologies. This is so stupid of me. And because um, the lyrics, because his, his visuals aren't shocking. But the lyrics to me just were sad. Um, sad. So very, very sad. Uh, okay, almost. This is what happens when you have other things going on in your morning. And uh, I... Uh, here we go. Let's see if we can find these lyrics. So... Backlash, backlash. Oh my goodness. Uh... So much backlash. L. Y. Come on. There we are. So. He, wow. It's hard to find these lyrics. Uh, here we go. There we go. So. The lyrics. Are to me. Sad. So here's some of them. Everybody's looking for somebody for... Great, I hate it. <laughs> Everybody's looking for somebody, for somebody to take me home. I'm not the exception. I'm a blessing of a body to love on. Not exactly poetry. Um, love on just does not seem romantic. If you want it bad tonight, come by me and drop a line. Put your aura into mine. You don't need to know my views on aura if you've watched this channel. That's gibberish. I could fill you up with light. Your appetite. Know you've been this high. Don't be scared. Like it. Sorry, ads. Because I'm not here to make friends. No, I'm not here to make friends. Because I'm not here to make friends. I need a lover. I need a lover. That's the part that bothered me. That made me sad. Really made me sad. Because I'm not here to make friends. I need a lover. So basically, I need a lover, but I don't want to be your friend. But if I'm not your friend, in my, my book of relationships, then how could someone be my lover? Someone who is not my friend is not my lover. They are a one-night stand. They are a stranger. They are a F-buddy. They're not a lover. A lover is someone who is my friend, my fiancé, my partner, my girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever. A lover is someone who I am intimate with, maybe in bed, maybe out of bed. Maybe we're just together. Maybe we do things. We love each other. That's what a lover is to me because the word love. You can't love somebody 
who's not your friend. So this song doesn't really make sense. He already wants to put his friend to somebody, which makes no sense. But he's like, I'm not here to make friends, but I need a lover. Do you understand how that works? Probably no one did when they heard this song. Because I haven't heard, well, I don't know, maybe figure out what he's saying, or I don't know, they, they've reinterpreted something. There was something here I saw about the meaning behind the lyrics. So as I, I keep talking, I'm just going to pull it up. I don't know what this says about the meaning. Let's see. Uh, uh, so, like, wow. And, uh, okay, I see what they're doing. They're focusing on the opening lines to the song. If you can't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? And, um... They call this very sentimental. But the fact is, is that opening line, which is guested by RuPaul, doesn't match the chorus. And actually, this article does say that Smith is on a quest to find someone to hook up with, and he's not looking for friends and a romance or anything. But then, that's fine. How are you going to get a lover? How are you going to get a lover if you're not looking for friends or romance or anything? Because that's what a lover is. Am I wrong about that? Am I, am I wrong? I don't know. Has anyone noticed, and this is going to get me so into trouble right now, that uh, in the current trans community, in the current push to teach children about sexuality, gender. Uh, I think I saw something the other day. They passed K through 12. We'll be learning about sex. When I was in kindergarten, I didn't know what my body was or body parts. Forget about sex. I didn't know what that was. I only knew that girls wore dresses. So I do not agree with teaching kids something that they are just not knowledgeable about. But has anyone noticed if you've watched any videos about books that people are complaining about or school board meetings that people are complaining about or books, libraries, uh, you know, have issues with or people have issues with books, you notice there's something missing from 100% of these discussions on trans, de-trans, gender, sexuality. Uh, there is one thing missing and it's missing from this video. And it hit me immediately when I heard that chorus. There is no talk about love. There is no talk about relationships. There is no talk about commitment, fellowship, caring, marriage, parenting, kids, maturity. Think about it. You look. You look, I challenge you. I'm not just saying this. I've been following this stuff for a while, not like we all have. You look, and in all these books that are telling kids, hey, you know what boys who are friends like to do? They like to help each other out on down their pants. Or, hey, you know, if you like girls, you might be this. Hey, if you're feeling lonely and bad, maybe your gender's wrong. Have you no... Please, go, look, challenge me on this. There is no discussion about love anywhere. There is no discussion that, hey, after you transition to the other gender, you will be a happier person and be able to find a lover and go into a committed relationship with them and get married and adopt kids. Nope, it's not in there anywhere. Hey, you know, when two boys like each other, they like to touch each other. Well, that's what one book said. I I'm not making this up. I'm not just being crude for the sake of it. This is what a book has said. Hey, um, what, what? there's a love in that. Love is completely absent from 100% of these discussions that are out there right now. We are not teaching our kids about love. We're teaching them on how to get off. We're teaching about what their body will do once they hit puberty and, I don't know, 10 years later. We're teaching them how to relate to people as sex objects and how to relate to each other as things to be used and abused. But I do not see, and I, I am not a parent. 
I taught kindergarten for three years. That was a long time ago. But I'm not a parent. I never will be a parent. I don't hang out with parents. I don't hang out in schools. I'm not on the school board. So I might be missing something. And I don't read kids' books. And I do follow a lot of trans issues and a lot of gay and lesbian issues. It's a topic of interest to me. So I might be wrong on this. And you are welcome to correct me. I would love to be corrected because I don't want to want to be right. I want to be wrong. Because sometimes being wrong is a good thing. But I do not see and I have not seen any discussion about love, passion, commitment. All I see is selfishness, getting off, physical pleasure, porn is good, anyone can do it, film yourself, put it on Xtube, become a millionaire, being naked, uh, have be a OnlyFans, and screw anybody you like. But where is the lesson on commitment? We are teaching our children about sex. And we're not teaching them about being um, um, uh, compromising, for example, in a relationship. We're not teaching them about, well, you know, relationships are tough sometimes and you have to compromise and you're going to argue and you're going to have things that you're going to have to disagree with. That lesson's not there from what I can see. And we're not standing day one going, well, you know, someday you may have kids. No, we're skipping right to the how do you have kids lesson. We're actually condemning marriage in society. It's very big now. They're, they're encouraging folks not to get married and incels are creepy, violent people. So you don't want to marry them. And women should put off marriage and put off having kids. So we're actually condemning commitment and love and companionship. And something that is actually maybe one of the most powerful growth things in the world. Because you do not grow when you're single like you do when you're in a relationship. In good and bad ways. And I speak having had horrible relationships and having wonderful ones. And having people who were in my life very briefly but were very good people. But it strikes me that very, very few people who talk about the trans thing and talk about the love thing and, sorry, they talk about the, the they, them pronoun thing and they talk about all this and how Sam is so progressive. But nobody talks about love. They don't talk about commitment or passion. They don't talk about relationships other than what to do with your body parts or how to change those body parts to be something else. And that makes me so sad. And then we have songs where I I I I just want to have a friend, but and I need a lover. Uh, or what? Uh, I'm not I'm not going to make friends. I need a lover. And where we think now, lover is just sex. That's that's not a lover. It really is not a lover. I've had those types of lovers. And I do not remember the names of them. (laughs) I remember the names of my friends. So now we have literally come to a point where someone is considered a lover. Someone who is intimate and it's 100% a stranger at a party getting it on. It's not a friend or anything. It's someone who, as a friend, you'll turn your back on and you don't give a shit. We're now saying that that's what a lover is. A lover is a stranger who you're going to screw over, quite literally. And that's what we're teaching these children. And that's what we call progressive and woke and and original. And that makes me sad. It just makes me so sad. Am I off? Am I crazy? Am I wrong? Am I misinterpreting this? Am I saying that love is not a topic? If it is, if you are a parent and your children are being taught about love and marriage and children and and good things, please let me know. Give me a link. Show me some articles. Show me where love is now an issue that the trans community is pushing. used to be an issue that the gay community pushed. It used to be. But something has changed. They don't want us to have relationships. I truly believe that. But let me know if I'm wrong. That is what I got out of Sam. 
was not that he's evil or bad or oh, he's weird or satanic. None of that. He's just a guy who likes to screw and is going crazy and wants to become famous and big and good for him. Go for it if that's what he feels his need is and that's what he feels is going to bring his life great things. I just felt sad by these lyrics that the message they were giving and the whole album is kind of like this. I read lyrics from other things uh, here and it's kind of like this. It's pretty much we're going to bang and bang and bang and oh I, I really want a relationship but I'm just going to bang and bang and bang. Well, how are you going to get a relationship that's all you do? You just want one-night stands. Let's be honest. Let's just go back to the early 80s when we just openly said, pour some sugar on me. Now, this is a religious channel. I haven't talked about religion yet, and I should mention it before because I'm bringing the show to a close. I read a lot of books on this channel. You can see the books that I read, of uh, the great Hindu scriptures, um, I have more videos that I've made that are forthcoming. And nowhere do any of those books say anything about bang, bang, bang. To quote my one of my favorite Dreamcatcher songs. Uh, nowhere do those books say the way to achieve God and oneness and enlightenment is to bang, 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 everybody you can find. No. It literally doesn't say that anywhere. Over and over, you see talks of marriage and commitment. Even in the Kama Sutra, which I have amazing problems with, and I have read it and I do not like it, even says a prostitute should be committed to her person. She shouldn't bounce around. She should find just a few guys and just focus on them. The Kama Sutra talks about rape and killing. It does. It absolutely does talk about those things. It's not the amazing book we think it is. It talks about raping and killing to get your lover. And that you should show your lover that you are in control by raping her. It, it is said to her. And if someone's in the way, you should kill that person. But, this is the irony, after you get your lover, you're committed to that lover. We see so many stories of commitment in, in the Srimad Bhagavatam and the Ramayana. And they're not just for political games, uh, sorry, gains, like a Game of Thrones episode where you marry that person and you're, are you a Stark? Okay. No, it's, it's about more than that. It's about you two people are blessed souls who are meant to be together like Krishna and Radha. Our God, Krishna. In Radha, they are meant to be together. Um, Vishnu and Lakshmi, uh, Shiva and Shakti, the entire Hindu pantheon is full of male and female partnerships that go on forever. And even Krishna with his gopis. Yes, I, I forget how many, there was hundreds of gopis or a handful, I don't remember right now. But he diversified himself and was each was with each one of them each gopi had a part of Krishna with her in her dreams, but he didn't have a big orgy with all of them. Actually, he didn't even really have an orgy. He was just a kid. But our scriptures tell us to be committed. Our scriptures tell us that sex, bang, 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 is not the point. It doesn't get you anywhere. So when I see Mr. Sam Smith, Mrs. Sam, I don't know. But when I see him saying, I need a lover, but I just want to have sex. And I'm doing this gender thing and whatever. I'm being so progressive. But at the end of the day, I, we're just all going to take our clothes off and bang. And that's the message he's sending out to other people who may be questioning their sexuality or their life or their whatever it just makes me sad it makes me so sad the other thing is is uh, one last point is this is also sending a message that if you are gay you're probably going to dress up like a woman i truly believe that's now being pushed if you are a tomboy there is a, there is now a big pushback on this where people are saying if you're a tomboy you're really a man so you should get on hormones because a woman has like duck lips and she's like whatever a, a tramp 
It, that's what a woman is, and anything else, well, you're probably a guy. Um, if you're gay, you should be flamboyant and with rainbows. No, you, no. No one said you have to be flamboyant with rainbows or look like Freddie Mercury and Quentin Crisp and the Barakshi. No, you can look very, very normal being gay. You do not have to dress in drag. You do not have to go to orgies. You do not have to be a woman. You don't have to look crazy. You can just... Sexuality is just one little part of your life. It's not your entire personality. And that's the message that's actually also being sent out to the world. Is It's not just that we're not teaching about passion or love. We're also saying, here's what gay people look like. They look bonkers sometimes. They But they don't look real to themselves. Because I can't imagine one day you're just looking like me, just very normal. Then the next day you're like, I love rainbows and everything's rainbows now. And my hair is five different colors. No, that, that's not you. That's you trying to become something. I know, because we all go through this as we're growing up trying to become something. So it's sending a very... Uh, it's not a negative... So, well, yeah, it's negative. Let's go. I'm not gonna, I, I've gone this far. It's too late for me. I, I'm going to be canceled on this or no one's going to care or whatever. It's too late. Yeah, it's somewhat negative. It's creating a negative society. And it makes me so sad because there's other possibilities. Yes, you can go out and go to orgies and have sex with as many men or women or whoever you want. That's fine. Do it. But there's other options out there. Some of us don't do that and we live very happy lives. Actually, I have had sex with someone who I adore and I have had an out-of-body experience during it. Unlike anything I've experienced can Sam say he's gone to that party, picked up a stranger and had an out-of-body experience and without drugs or alcohol or poppers or anything? Can he? I doubt it. Can he say he has such a commitment with someone he picked up at that party that he has no question in his mind he has someone who's going to be with him until the end of life? I doubt it. Does he have someone who just holds him in his arms and goes, I love you and that's it, you're done? Like, life is fine. You don't need, you don't need anything else. Does he have that? I do, and I don't do orgies. I have one person, and I'm committed, and that's it. And I'm happy. There is other options out here, and if you're questioning your sexuality and you just see that, I there's more to life than bang, bang, bang. Hopefully, you've all gotten the point here. I'm going to bring the show to a close now. Um, <laughs> I get very heated here sometimes. I apologize, or maybe I don't. Maybe you enjoy that. Um, I'm also kind of enjoying holding the microphone today instead of instead of using the stand, which I normally do, and kind of maneuvering to keep in front of it. On this channel, I comment about society, religion. Coming from my lived experience, I'm just a devotee of Krishna. Maybe you agree, maybe you don't. Whatever, put it in the comments down below. Write me an email, reach out to me, find me on Facebook. I would love to communicate and I will respond to anyone who takes the time to write to me. Um, please, please reach out. I may be wrong, I may be right. If I am wrong, prove me wrong. If I am right, well, do you agree with me? And in that case, we're not alone and we will stand up to show the world that there is more than just this. And... What people say is progressive. Well, let's let's show that Pete Burns video again. How about that? If you really think this is this is progressive. Anyways, feels like a good place to end this. It is uh, Saturday, February fourth. Last I knew, it was like negative five something degrees out. You can't quite see it. I think the windows frosted up slightly behind me. <laughs> and. Uh, this is what we're talking about together today. And thank you for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed my rambles. Uh, unscripted, off the cuff. I couldn't even find the lyrics I prepped, so that's how bad it is. And uh, every week we'll be doing this. Check out my other videos. I hopefully have said something that sounds interesting or sounds good or sounds original or sounds whatever. Uh, and, yeah, I hope Sam makes money because we all want to. I wish I had more money. I'd buy a little house in the mountains. I just want to keep my clothes on. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end this. So, yeah. I think, yeah, no thoughts. I just pray to the Lord and I pray to Krishna, who is watching us 24-7. He's not laughing at us. He knows what's going on. 
Lord Vishnu created this world with Shiva by his side. And, um, yeah. And uh, we are now in the Kali Yuga. And it is certainly dark, as predicted. Anyways, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna.